Pure Dog Talk is the voice of purebred dogs. We talk to the legends of the sport and give you the tips and tools to create an awesome life with your purebred dog. From showing to preservation breeding, from competitive obedience to field work, from agility to therapy dogs, and all the fun in between, your passion is our purpose. All right, guys, are you planning your next litter of puppies? Or maybe you just finished your foundation bitch and you're ready to start health testing. Embark, creator of the highest rated dog DNA tests on the market, offers specialized testing just for breeders. And while they're offering a few different tests, only the Embark for Breeders dog DNA kit was made to provide breed-relevant disease screening for your purebred dogs. It includes traits testing, such as coat color and body size, DLA diversity testing, breed ancestry, easy-to-download OFA submission reports, and the only genetic coefficient of inbreeding test available. Find out why thousands of breeders have trusted Embark to enhance their breeding program, including me, through screening for breed-specific genetic conditions, understanding traits, and identifying genetic diversity. To save on the most accurate, most comprehensive dog DNA kit, visit EmbarkVet.com backslash breeders and use the code PUREDOGTALK to take $20 off a full-priced Embark for Breeders dog DNA kit. That's EmbarkVet.com backslash breeders and use the code PUREDOGTALK. Welcome to Pure Dog Talk. I'm your host, Laura Reeves. And today, we're talking about grief and love and loss in the dog community. Tomorrow is All Saints Day. It's also Dia de los Muertos. So I believe it's fitting to hold up our friends and loved ones today on All Hallows Eve. Our tribe has lost legends and legends in the making just in the last few weeks. Never mind the course of the last couple of years. The days are shorter, colder, and grayer today. The mottled leaves are falling. The dry grass is wilting. The winds of change heralding the season have arrived to scurry and swirl the fallen leaves in our path. The fog is settling in, the sun tilting on its axis. It feels as if the world is dying around us as the fall equinox wanes and the winter solstice creeps ever closer. When we lose friends and family this time of year, the anguish seems to seep just deeper into our bones than at any other time. Nonetheless, within our dog community, we are all, at the core, performers. The show must go on. No matter how devastated, how shattered, how destroyed our souls. So we push through and push away and push down the heartache and the angst and the horror and the sadness. Even as we collapse, crushed, with a dog on our chest to get through the night. I was thinking of you and all the amazing people brought into your life through the dogs doesn't make their passing any less sad, but oh, how it has enriched your life. This small note brought me so much comfort, and I wanted to share sort of this bright spot with all of you 
that are hurting right now. Our lives are immeasurably enriched by our community of fellow dog lovers. Whether you started yesterday or you've spent 50 years in this sport, the camaraderie and shared love of dogs is literally a lifeline for a lot of folks. And the litany of those gone in the last few years is nearly unbearable. Respected judges, gifted breeders, talented handlers, beloved family, bastions of passion and commitment to purebred dogs who are nearly irreplaceable. Joe Gregory, Barbara Alderman, Pat Lawrence, Pat Hastings, Linda Souza, Jerry Moon, and Jamie Donaldson. And so very, very many more, near and far, bright stars within their own universes. The smiles and voices that will forever stay with us. I will never forget, literally, sitting at Jerry Moon's knee while he taught me how to trim Cocker Spaniels properly so that I could show an Ascob dog for a new client. Or the time Jerry went down at the old Brush Prairie show site during the Cocker specialty. He'd won the variety with his beloved Fosse and absolutely would not leave in the ambulance until he was assured that I would take Fosse back in for the breed. We won that day under Dale Simmons and competing against Don Rogers with the Ascob dog he had. And that they are all gone now is very hard to navigate in my mind. I remember working with Pat Lawrence on the German Wire Hair Pointer Club of America board. She was our delegate. And even before then, picking her brain about old dogs and pedigrees. There was literally nothing Pat couldn't accomplish if she put her mind to it. She left her mark on Take the Lead, the AKC Reunite Pet Disaster Relief Trailers, the Parent Club Committee for the Delegates, and so very much more. She was a fierce advocate for our breed and a good friend to me over the years. And just this spring, I spent months working with Pat Hastings, along with Chris Levy and Nancy Martin, on a presentation to veterinary students at OSU when they were invited to a local dog show. She was such an inspiration to me, not just in her knowledge, but her skill at wielding it to such dramatic effect. Or Linda Souza's support and kindness to me as an Irish wolfhound handler back in the day in a breed where professional handlers are not the norm. And that was such a gift to my young baby dog handler self. And I think about Barbara Alderman's kilowatt smile and the absolutely mind-bending opportunity to join her for dinner as a fellow judge. Blew my mind. And I think about Joe Gregory's dance moves in the ring and talking Spinoni with Gloria Garinger and Wire Hairs with Roger Hartinger. And watching from across the country as Jamie Donaldson beautifully showed a dog that we raised here. These are memories stored away very, very carefully in your heart. I've talked often about our tribe, right? The people who find their place here in our big tent. And we really are all branches of the family tree with dog as our common denominator. 
But a lot of these folks, they were roots and trunks and giant limbs on that tree. And their loss is deeply, deeply felt. One Pure Dog Talk patron sent me this note, and it really sort of rekindled the fire in my soul, if you will. She said, this is very sad news, talking about the loss of Pat Hastings. An irreplaceable loss for the dog community. In their honor, we must continue their path and make the sport stronger and welcoming to all. It does not honor those we lose if we sit around in sadness. We must take their teachings to the next level. So there you go, guys. I throw down the gauntlet. This is your challenge. If any of the people that we've lost meant something to you, even tangentially, take their mantle, lift their spirit, wear their colors and their pearls, and then take it further. Wear their hearts as your own. What stands out about the losses we've suffered recently, particularly, is that many of these folks didn't just kind of do their thing. They gave and gave and gave and gave and gave of themselves, their passion, their commitment, their devotion, their time, money, their blood, sweat, and tears, their joy, their humor and creativity. We can all do more, give more, be more for the people we love and treasure and honor and grieve. We can give them a gift that will actually keep on giving if we can emulate even 10% of their dedication and love and kindness and mentoring. So let these people's passing to the next space break you. Let it, let it smash you to the ground and then build yourself up again in their image. Hang tight, guys. Got a little bit of information for you. We'll be right back to the podcast in a minute. All right, you guys, if you are part of a national breed club in the U.S. or Canada, I need you to listen up. My partners at Trupanion, medical insurance for the life of your pet, have just launched a super exciting national breed club referral program. I mean, I'm saying you guys have heard me talk about Trupanion's breeder support program before, and this is what gives you access to a special coverage offer for your litters that waives waiting periods for your puppies when you send them home. Now you can partner with Trupanion directly to share this incredible free program with the breeders in your club. And the best part, your club earns sponsorship support in return for every member that joins the program. It's pretty much of a win-win, guys. If you're interested and want to learn more, head to my partner page at puredogtuck.com and click on the link at Trupanion. So here's a few ideas. No matter your role in our sport, from newbie to lifer, from owner handler to all breeds judge, club president to chief of poop patrol, you can incorporate these or use them as a springboard for your own ideas. Let's call it giving grace. Number one, be nice. I mean, literally, just be friendly and polite. 
we're dog people. We're mostly natural introverts, so I'm not exactly suggesting you blow up all those walls you so carefully constructed. But, you know, maybe open a door, even a window. Say please and thank you. I've mentioned it before. Say congratulations and mean it, even to your most bitter rival. Chances are, the next time you have a crisis, they'll be the one that's there offering you a helping hand. Be supportive, number two. New folks, they're not the enemy. In fact, they're the only way we all have a sport in which to participate going forward. Offer a hand, a suggestion, an attaboy, a smile. If you can't be supportive in your breed or find support there, find friends in other breeds. We're in a competitive gig, guys, and sometimes it's a challenge. If your circle doesn't clap for you, find a new circle. That really is a thing. Find the courage to build a happy, supportive group. Offer to bring someone else into the circle you have built. It's a two-way street, guys. So just on that note, if you haven't already, seriously consider joining our Pure Dog Talk patrons. I cannot tell you what pure joy it is to have a strong, committed group always available to help with questions, cheering on everybody else's success, and consoling everyone in their losses. You have the opportunity to support the work we do here at Pure Dog Talk, and that investment brings with it an amazing circle of support and mentorship and friendship in a community that I am proud to have built. Number three, reach out. How many times during these hard losses have we kicked ourselves for not making that call, writing that note, sending that message, just got the most beautiful handwritten card, just a note that said, I'm sorry, it's a hard time of year for you. Those things really help. And they help not just for the famous and the influential and the bigwigs. Take it to your circle outside of dogs, even. Call up your cousin or some classmate you haven't seen in years and just talk about old times. Volunteer to organize a letter writing campaign for your kennel club and send cards to all the judges on your panel this year. Thank them for their time. Maybe offer your club's members to judge local 4-H or fun matches. A bunch of clubs are joining up with AKC's Fit Dog Turkey Trot. And you could do that and invite somebody that you think could use a little morale boost. Number four, if you build it, they will come. So take that gamble. Do the hard thing. Live within your means. Yes, all of these are rather insipid truisms and throwaway phrases right up until they're actual hard truths. So right now, for you, what is that one thing? Maybe you should run for president of your national club or city council. Maybe you can start a local handling class or, I don't know, a cooking class for new moms. A lot of dog people that can cook. Go back to school. Start a new career. Whatever your dreams are, push them. Get that new puppy in a new breed. Stretch your boundaries and push your limits. Do you have a story to tell? Go for it. Write that article or the book or podcast. Hello. What's the worst thing that happens? What, nobody reads it? <laughs> I can assure you from vast personal experience, rejection 
of an idea, a dog, or you personally is absolutely not the very worst thing that will ever happen to you. I promise. Number five, embrace serendipity. Now I know this one's a little woo-woo, but I'm going to tell you all a story. 2015 was my year from hell. I lost puppies and old dogs and old friends and wins I had dreamed about and didn't get. And I lost my mom. And it was all too much, too close, too hard. I sort of stumbled through the end of 2015 and most of 2016, frankly, in a pretty rough place, mentally, physically, emotionally. And in the midst of that, I met a new person with new ideas who didn't know I was a walking train wreck. <laughs> serendipity do, as they say. But maybe it was more working her magic. I don't know. Mary Albee asked me to host this podcast, and I said, no, I don't talk, I write. And she said, no, I want you to be the host. It's history now, but a vaguely formed idea in the back of my head of offering an education platform that was sorely lacking in our community came to fruition. And I worked my ass off. I invested my money, my skills, and sort of a newly formed laser focus. And it was on helping other people. And when we get outside of our own heads, and when we focus on helping other people, when we give instead of take, there is quite literally no limit to what we can achieve. Number six, teach, mentor, coach, guide, share the knowledge you have. You may not have all the knowledge. None of us has all the knowledge, but you have knowledge and you have skill sets. Share it with somebody else. And meanwhile, learn. Because once again, none of us knows everything. The very greatest thing, and I say this to you guys all the time, the very best thing about this job is the opportunity to learn something new every single day. So the following is a quite fitting aspiration in our goals to honor our friends who are gone. Surround yourself with relentless humans, people who plan in decades but live in moments. Train like savages, but create like artists. Obsess in work, relax in life. People who know this is finite and choose to play infinite games. Find people going up mountains and climb together. I offer this toast in closing. To all we have been, to all we have lost, and to all we will become. Let's celebrate All Hallows' Eve tonight and raise a glass to All Saints' Day tomorrow. May your memories of them all be blessings. Give more grace. Wag more, bark less. Wage peace. Namaste. Like the NPR of dogdom, 
Pure Dog Talk is here for you to make sense out of everyday things, to add nuance to your understanding and tools to your tech box, to bring history to life and propel the living history of purebred dogs into the future. Pure Dog Talk patrons support the work we do here by contributing to our crowdsourcing campaign. In return for the generosity that keeps the MP3s rolling, patrons acquire special access opportunities and perks. The most recent addition for our patrons is Pure Pep Talk. These weekly mentoring messages are quick, upbeat, actionable tips and tools for your tech box. Visit www.puredogtalk.com backslash patrons to find out how you can join the best community in dogs. As always, if you have any questions or input, we'd love to hear from you. The show notes and links to resources on today's topic are available at puredogtalk.com. Drop us a note in the comments or email to laura at puredogtalk.com. Remember, guys, this podcast is for you. So if you want to know something, give me a holler. We'll do a podcast for you. If you wouldn't mind, you could help me out here. Take a couple minutes to visit iTunes and give us a review. The Dog Show Superintendents Association is a proud supporter of Pure Dog Talk. Our dog show superintendents are the hardworking people who make the dog show function. They are advocates for education and mentorship in the purebred dog fancy. So stop by the Supers desk at your next show. Tell them how much you love Pure Dog Talk and give them a shout out for their support. That's all for today. Thank you for joining us on Pure Dog Talk.